You're listening to Hayes Radio Network, Cannabis Lifestyle Radio. It's your host, Alec, and your co-host, Cassie, back with another episode of Behind the Leaf. What's up, guys? Today, we're with a female entrepreneur, Heather Richman, a.k.a. Heather Heather Jane. Yes, hello, What's up? Listen, I'm so excited to be here today. You have no idea. It's exciting um, to have you here. Yeah, 100%. So I'm uh, looking forward to this. So thank you, Andrew. Thanks, Andrew. Yeah, thanks, Andrew. Shout out uh, to Hayes Radio for letting us do what we love to do. Definitely. And bringing and getting some, uh, some amazing guests on this show also. So if you want to give us a little background on how you got into cannabis, um, you've been in for 12 years, yeah. right? Yeah, I mean, since like 2010. Wow. Wow, that's a long time. Yeah, and you know, honestly, I was down here in California, and I was just like needed a little shift of life, right? Mm-hmm. Like. Mm-hmm. I was freshly about to be married and I was like, okay, maybe we need to break away from California and like go up to Oregon and just like get mm-hmm. the good vibes. I've actually of the never been to Oregon. Yeah. You have to go. No, it, it's like a hundred percent. It's absolutely one of the most beautiful states. Mm-hmm. And wow. um, you know, I love I love mountains and trees though. So for Oh, me, same here. It's same that, here. That definitely a mountain. Yeah. All that stuff. Oh yeah, I you love know the trees. Uh, I love I go hunting every year with her dad and outdoor stuff. Like that. Outdoor activities, yeah, we activities, love that. We're gonna have to like hit stuff. you up for recommendations in Oregon when we go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh I have recommendations for America, okay? Oh, yeah. So I've got you. Oh covered. yeah, world traveler, oh, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been through a lot of the United States. And you know, honestly, when I went to Oregon, I had never been there before. So oh, I yeah. actually had got a house sight mm-hmm. unseen. Oh wow. But I saw the trees, I saw how everything was, so I was like Listen, the vibes are there. Yeah, the vibes are there. I'm like, <laughs> let's roll, you know? And so mm-hmm. I did. And, and we ended up going up to Oregon. And um, it actually happened. So um, we lived in this neighborhood that was like hella far out in the country. Oh, yeah. And um, we had this neighbor who was next door, this, you know, older gentleman. And he just looked like a farmer, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. when we just started to get to know him better and better and better. And then one day he's like, hey. I want to show you guys something. <laughs> and I'm like, what is this guy about You're to show like, us uh-oh. right now, right? Should I be scared? Yeah, or? yeah exactly. I'm like, I don't really know You're how like, they do it here. Should I bring a whistle with me? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So um, we ended up going in, and he had the most monstrous marijuana grow. Wow. Holy shit. And I was like, you are literally the Man, most like low-key grandpa like I've ever seen. What a savage. Just like yeah, growing all savage, this marijuana. You know? That's awesome. like, he, he was a savage. You know, he had been doing it for 20 years. Wow. So he Holy had shit. like. What a legend. Oh, yeah, he was a he was a legend, and right? And like low key, like that's the coolest part. Like you would have yeah. never known, you know? I, I would have never known this thing. A hundred percent. He was like, check this out. You're never gonna believe it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but listen though, that's why he made it 20 years. Mm-hmm. You know, you had to you you've had to really be like that in cannabis, even when you've mm-hmm. been legal. You are still riding this extremely fine line. Extreme fine line. Mm-hmm. Huge, right? Yeah. And so all it takes is that one person. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. So yeah, that's that's a fact. Y'all know so, who you are out there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Boo. Yeah. Um. So I I went in and saw this grow, and uh-huh. I like looked at my husband at the time, and I was like, listen, like he's like, we both look at each other, like, mm-hmm. dude, we could do this. Mm. Oh, yeah. So we went to Home Depot, okay? And we got, like, a little fluorescent <laughs> uh-huh. light, and the dude gave us clones, and we went into our and it went into our um, closet. Hey, you got to start somewhere, <laughs> right? Hey, you got to hey, start somewhere. It was, but right after that, it went from small to big. Because the mm. plants started to grow. He's like, okay, let's do this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we had huge RV bay garages, like, that you wow. put, like, buses in, right? Oh, uh, on our property yeah. already. So I was like, listen, it's showtime. And so mm-hmm. we just learned. And it was really cool because we had this gentleman next door. And he was just like wanted to see us rock. And now he's got a friend yeah. he can talk to that's like right next door. We yeah, have a yeah. community there. We had a community for mm-hmm. sure. And so 
that's how it started, you know? That's how the, the growing process started. So that's we learned awesome. from like a super old school gentleman who was just like, listen, like I'm down to help the youngsters. That's the best kind of mentor though, right? Oh, that's awesome. It, it is. <laughs> I, awesome. I recommend everyone getting them an OG mentor before you jump into the cannabis business. Oh okay? yeah, mm-hmm. totally. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, why we're here talking so to people. so much in the cannabis industry just to learn in general from old information to new information that's accumulating every day. Yeah, yeah. Every, it's always changing. There's always something new. So yeah. it's important to be on top of your game. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, without a doubt. And that's also like, you know, in this emerging industry that we're in, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, cannabis has been around for a long time. Oh, mm-hmm. yes, You know, um, but this new legal market over the last, like, I would say seven, eight years, you know, mm-hmm. that we've, we've, we've really seen take a, a run for it. Um, I always tell everybody, you know, everybody comes in and says they're the best at everything, oh, right? Oh, they're trust like, me, I know. oh, I've been growing forever. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh-huh. I got this under control. I grow the best weed. I got the best packaging. I got the best uh, extraction method. I got everything. I'm an investor in the cannabis space when I go to BizCon and all that stuff. And yeah. as soon as you say that, everyone's like, oh, we got the best this. We got this. Uh, da, 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 da. Like, like, right, let me see your up, numbers. You know? <laughs> always. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But that's why we got to like we represent the legacy market so hard, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know? Because it was really the legacy market and the medical patients that paved the way. Right. Yeah, right? you're 100% correct. They were the ones, like, if it wasn't for the medical patients, so shout out to everybody who uses for medical because mm-hmm. we wouldn't have gotten this far, you know? Oh, yeah. Because exactly. Definitely not. We, we made our own joke of ourselves, right? If you look at all the TV shows, mm-hmm. like, and, and listen, I love Cheech and Chong, okay? Oh, yeah. yeah. I love, like, the, love those guys. Shout out. <laughs> yeah, but, like, but they're not, like everybody right right so it's like just because like there's a skit being played off of it and there is that mm-hmm. funny dynamic too when you do cannabis mm-hmm. yeah. there's also a very serious aspect of it the mm-hmm. people who are using it for medicine and then people who are professionals that yeah. like instead of drinking they want to smoke a little bit right yeah, yeah. we've been talking about like the stereotype the yeah. stigma like associated with cannabis and yeah. trying oh. to break that yeah, and another, how difficult it is you know yeah, yeah. another episode we were talking about how how hollywood's been doing a lot of the damage with that with projecting what a stoner or someone who consumes cannabis looks like Oh, mm-hmm. without a doubt. Yeah, and how a, they act and how yeah, they, they act can't be productive, but that's like so far from the truth, yeah. you know? Yeah, it is. For, well, it, a little bit, right? Because there yeah. is that side of it. There, there is, is that side. There is that side. But how you use it, I guess, yeah. how you're going into it. If yeah. you want to use it to be creative and productive, you're going to use it for that. But yeah. if you want to use it to be, you know, relaxed and lazy yeah. or whatever you want to do, then you're going to use it for that, too. Yeah, oh. it's like when's the last time in a movie you saw... Someone get up, take a bong rip or smoke a joint, then put their suit on and go into the office. Or, or how about James yeah. Bond, right? I yeah. want to see or a James, James Bond, Bond rip oh, a big yes. fat one yeah. and then like do double flips and roll them yeah. out. <laughs> smoke some hash or some shit like that. That'd yeah. be awesome. Because there are yeah. James Bondy people who do smoke marijuana. Okay. Right. And they 100%. can't do, they let's can't shed some do all light that. on that. Yes, yeah. 100%. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. So I love that. That stigma change. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. awesome. So uh, what was the original thing that got you, turned you on to cannabis? Like, what, what was your first experience with it? Oh, my God. I You know, it's crazy. Um, mm. I remember I was, like, I think 14 years old, somewhere around that, like, yeah. going into high school or maybe high mm-hmm. schoolish type time. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember one of my girlfriends in school, and I'm not going to say her name, but you know who you are, <laughs> okay? You know who you are. I'm going to send you this episode. Um, I remember we were, like, we went over to this, this gentleman's house, right, just mm-hmm. for the sake of not saying names. So yeah. I remember course, she, like, we walk in. It's, like, early in the morning right before school, right? Mm-hmm. Which is, like, not the right choice, right? If you want to start <laughs> cannabis, like, A, you know what you don't want to do it before school okay yeah. and and i don't and i don't and i don't condone um underage smoking just to just to just to oh, throw that right, out right, there right, right. You you're be, just sharing uh, your I, personal yeah. experience yeah yeah mm-hmm. 100% so i don't condone that at all and i'm i'm raising young children you know what i mean so do as not, i say not as i do yeah but in 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 a sense right in mm-hmm. a sense right because i want my or kids did. yeah they're they're yeah. hip to what is happening obviously with the industries and, and my right. kids understand all of that but they also know there's like 
stages of growth that you have to go through. Yeah, well, right? we have a lot right. more information now. Now, how cannabis can affect uh, growing up and stuff like that, and the brain and its development and processes and stuff like that. So, w without a doubt, mm -hmm. you know. So, um, I want to I want to preface that. So, anyways, yeah, real quick, yeah. Let me ask, just because um, since you're a mom yeah. and you're in the cannabis space, yeah. Mm. How do you bring up cannabis to your kids? Like, are you very open and honest with it? Like, how do mm. you talk about the subject with that? I know you've been if, waiting for that question. Yeah, no, and just because, like, there's a lot of cannabis moms out there that want to know, like, or are scared to, you know, be open with it. So might as well have someone here who's done it. Right? Yeah, for sure. So, you know, my kids, like, well, A, I mean, when my son Mason was born, mm -hmm. what's up, Mason? I love you. <laughs> my and Chase, I love you. When my son Mason was born, I actually, we were already in it. So I was like mm -hmm. pregnant. In fact, my water broke mm -hmm. on the way to our dispensary in bed, oh right? Oh my, so my gosh. Oh my God. <laughs> so he has like a little bit of a legend. He has a, a legendary story, yes. right? So my kids, That's like, they, they went into it, right? And uh -huh. my daughter learned, you know, because, you know, she was around it. And I mm -hmm. never treated it like it was something bad. Right. right? Mm -hmm. the same, That's important. It, it yeah. is, right? If, if you make mm -hmm. it seem like it's bad, which it's not, right? People mm -hmm. are going to react that way. So there's like this mixed message with children. So for me... I'm just very upfront, you know. I right. my my kids saw it. That's the best way to do it. Yeah, exactly. And mm -hmm. I wasn't and and I was just being real with it. It wasn't anything different than adults that are go out and have a cocktail party. You yeah, know? Of exactly. Not. Yeah, we've been talking about that on here all the time. Oh, like, yeah. what's the difference? There's no yeah, difference. There, there's not a difference, mm -hmm. but the difference is how you react to it, right? Mm -hmm. Exactly. So if you make it weird with your kids, like mm -hmm. they're gonna think like, oh yeah, my god, this weird. is a drug, yeah. right? It's gonna right. be weird. Yeah. But like, when you don't, it's not. It's normal. Right? Mm -hmm. It's normal. It's so accepted. 100%. So it, it was a fine line, though, because especially in the younger, like I would say, you know, back in 2010, 11, mm -hmm. it mm -hmm. was still like not accepted. Oh, right? yeah, definitely. Like right. even states like Oregon, like you still had people against you. So I did have to tell my kids, like, listen, not everybody agrees with this, you know? Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, because everybody doesn't agree with it, like we have to watch out for ourselves as a family, right? right? Oh, of so, course. That that's a very that was a very important message. Like I can't have you go to school and talk about it. You right. Know? Mm -hmm. yeah, you Definitely. Because yeah. then that that puts everybody at risk. Of you know. Course. But now yeah. what's great is like my kids see what it is. Right. So my mm -hmm. kids now have the example of life to say, hey, everyone told my mom, everyone told us in school it was bad, yeah. bad, mm -hmm. bad, and then now it's becoming legal everywhere. Yeah. Look at it now. A hundred percent. So that was a valuable lesson for my kids. Yes. Right. Because it Definitely. was like just because somebody says something is wrong doesn't yeah. mean that it's wrong. Or it's against the norm or whatever. It doesn't mean it's wrong. Without a doubt. But if you have conviction and you believe, yeah. you believe in it. Then mm -hmm. then you, you fight have passion. for Yeah, you you fight for that. And and then you also keep that sacred within your family. Yeah. You mm -hmm. know? So I, I managed that dynamic with my kids. So that was it, you know, it just became normal with my kids and I had very open conversations right. with them, awesome. you know. Mm -hmm. Some awesome. some of my kids are like, cool, my son Mason, he's so funny. He's like, mom, I don't know if I'm ever going to be into marijuana. I'm like, it's all good, okay, dude. It's that's cool. fine. Not everyone has to be. You don't got to be. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to be. But yeah. what's cool about it is that like he doesn't have that scare thing. I remember when I was a kid, yeah. I was like always like sneaking around. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, totally. But like my <laughs> kids are like, hey, mom, by the way, you know, like my daughter was in high school and like all the kids uh -huh. were talking about weed and I told my daughter, I'm like, I don't care how cool it seems right now, right? Because mm -hmm. everybody's in it. Like you still have got to you still got to navigate the waters because it's right. like sketchy, you know. And my daughter, meanwhile, has been like seeing like around, you know, it and she, she's forever. seen the plant mm -hmm. for so long. Yeah. So yeah, it was it was it was pretty interesting. So yeah, I just openness with your kids is like the number one because right. if you don't hide it, then they're not going to think they have to hide things from you. Exactly, open communication. Yeah. Open, yeah. Right? You trust like each that. other. I like yeah. That a lot. 
Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So I know yeah, we kind of changed yeah, course. Yeah, but yeah, circle back to uh, yep. yeah that first experience. Your first experience with cannabis. So you said you were high school-ish. Yeah, high school-ish. <laughs> I just remember one of my girlfriends was like, hey, we're going to go over to our buddy's house right now uh-huh. and go pick something up. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> so we go over there, and I remember he like left the garage and uh, opened, right? And there was like this big garbage bag. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if people even remember this or if this is even a thing, but the weed was like little thin um, how, how do you describe it? it? It was like little thin layers of weed that had been smashed, right? So it looked mm. like almost like little films on top of each other, like maybe in half a, a half an inch. And I, uh, I should I should know the appropriate term, yeah. but I mean, it's probably like from like getting like bricked up back in the day, like very compressed and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, well, and it probably made its way across Mexico, yeah. right? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> that, that, that was yeah. the reality of it. So mm-hmm. it was back like, then. It was either coming from Mexico or Canada. Yeah, oh, different time. And, yeah. and I was in San Diego, so everything yeah, was, coming was coming from, from Mexico. Mexico. <laughs> Nobody is like, I want to smoke oh, Canadian, yeah. you know, flour. So. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I did that and I remember like we uh, on the way to school, she's like, okay. So she like packed me a little bowl mm-hmm. and I did. And I remember being so blitz. Like when people tell <laughs> you that you don't get high on your first time, that wasn't my experience. Yeah. I've had countless people say like, oh, I've never gotten high. I didn't get high on my first time. Some you people didn't? say they have. No, I, oh, I, oh, I thought you yeah. said you didn't. I no, was like, wait, what? No, like, like, I, when I first tried it, I, I, I felt it the first time. Yeah, and same then, here. Uh, mm-hmm. But I've had friends that they're like, yeah, I smoked so much my first time and I didn't feel anything. I'm like, oh, I'm like, just too high. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, no, no. I felt it. Mm-hmm. Okay, I definitely felt it. Mm-hmm. On the way to school, too. So yeah, on, uh, yeah. on the way to school. Right? <laughs> and so and then you start getting paranoid, right? Paranoia kicks in. And I'm in there and I'm like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, exactly. Are they going to know? And then and then from them and just filter but then I as I started to mature and like for me it worked right like after I got through the paranoia side of it you know mm-hmm. when I started to do it it really relaxed me you know I grew mm-hmm. up with six kids in my family like everyone yeah. who has six <laughs> kids like if you're stressed you know what I mean <laughs> um and so so that that's what worked for me and and, and that's really what my first experience was and then yeah. from there I just started learning and learning and then and like you're not really hip with the game either. It's mm-hmm. not like when you're a kid, mm-hmm. like when 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 you're younger, you have a bunch of options, right? Like back yeah. then, like this is the option, right? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. This is it. This is what you're smoking. There's oh, no, no yeah, like. You, you were lucky if your dealer told you what it was back in the day. If he like just like made something up, you were like, oh, okay, cool. Most of the time, you just went, yeah, it's weed. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> and, and by the way, they're still making up those names. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, totally. okay, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It, it's the it's the funniest game with all the new names. Like I just yeah. can't take it, but. Hey, you know what? Everything's marketing, dude. So yeah. whatever, whatever mm-hmm. you want to name it. If, if you rock with that, rock with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what was your first event in cannabis? Um, so my first event I ever did was mm-hmm. actually on the fly, and we had had a little bit of this conversation before. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. If you could just recap a, li- uh, just yeah. a little bit. Yeah, yeah, It was yeah. pretty. It was yeah. pretty cool story. <laughs> yeah. So um, you know, I had had a history of obviously mm-hmm. being in cannabis, and uh-huh. then. When uh, I came down, I w- at the time I was uh, in the investment world, and I remember I took my son um, to this like little staycation mm-hmm. in um, mm-hmm. San Diego. So I'm like, okay, oh, this is nice. great. We're gonna hang out. We're gonna ride jet skis. Mm-hmm. Like th- this is my thought, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, that's fun. Time. Yeah, exactly. But mind you, I had had a, a history already with cannabis. I had gotten mm-hmm. out of the cannabis because I was somebody who was adversely affected from the drug on worse okay you know the war yeah, on drugs, war on drugs yeah. and um you know because of that i really stepped away from it mm-hmm. so here i am in the financial industry i pull up to this hotel i'm thinking this is great my son bonding mm-hmm. time mm-hmm. and all of a sudden i see this big sign out in front of the hotel that says cannabis investor summit hey but that's oh, a sign right. though right yeah, I could, hey, the flip literally switch, you're a like sign. wait a minute no, a sign yeah a sign yeah, and a sign, sign. <laughs> yeah with, without a doubt you know and i remember being there and i was like I'm going to be talking to people. Like, yeah. I know I want to get back into the space. Yeah. I didn't know in what capacity I want to get into the space. And so sure enough, like, I start meeting all these people in the lobby, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to, like, literally 
charter this boat. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get, like, somebody to come in here and whoop up some amazing food, mm-hmm. and uh, we're going to make it happen. So I ended up, in, in that 24-hour span, I got full step and repeat, boat on lockdown, no boo chef. That's um, awesome. I had my, my buddy who owned a dispensary. I'm like, show up with the fire. You know what I mean? If we're mm-hmm. coming out, cannabis. Pulled out like, all the stops. Pull out all the stops. Mm-hmm. And so that's what happened. And so everybody at the event was like, oh, my God, what is this lady? Like, who is this lady? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, getting oh a God. boat? Like All this attention you're getting from this. That's it, awesome. Oh, yeah. It, yeah. It, it was wild. Cool. But I didn't know what that was going to turn into be. You right. know, originally mm-hmm. that was for me for networking. I'm like, I know I want to get in. I didn't know how. Mm-hmm. And then it like kind of like boomed into it. You know, everybody had a great time. I had a mm-hmm. great time. Yeah. All of the energy. Because what really makes an event is the people. Oh, totally. Right. You you can curate the best experience in the world, but if the energy is not right, no, if the energy is not right, it it's doesn't. Just not, yeah, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter how beautiful the event is. It doesn't yeah, matter yeah. who is there mm-hmm. if you don't have the right energy. So I claim, you know, a big thank you to everybody who's ever attended the events because mm-hmm. really they have been the ones to like come in and 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 share all of that excitement. You know, yeah. for like. Having mm-hmm. luxury, you know, everything was about being nice. I wanted to get away from the stigma. And I mean, I've had ice sculpture bongs at every single that's one cool. of my oh, wow, events. That's really, that's really cool. cool. So I'll definitely show you a picture after yeah, this. Yeah, I gotta see that. Oh yeah. So I have we'll like see if we can't put one of those up on like the video or some shit if you oh, send us a picture. Yeah, I, I've got <laughs> yeah. legit ones because I've done a lot of them, right? And you can actually hit it. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, it's wow. functional so and everything. Oh, you're, you're fully smoking. So the biggest one I had ever done was 10 foot. Oh, that's cool. Which wow. was like monstrous. And we mm-hmm. did that at the Greek theater yeah. event. And then um, all the other ones are between like four to five feet. Wow. So it's like people loved it, right? They show yeah. up and they're That's like, oh my cool. God, I'm it's like different. literally smoking out of an ice sculpture bong. So mm-hmm. that was like kind of our thing. So I was really focused on the luxury side of the industry and bringing mm-hmm. other executives like myself at the time to be able to say like, oh, hey, like this isn't just a bunch of people that you see on, on TV that are mm-hmm. acting ridiculous. It's like, yeah. there's a whole yeah. industry emerging right now, mm-hmm. right? There's a whole bunch of medical patients that need access mm-hmm. right now, mm-hmm. you know? So the more people that we had that could come into that environment and feel like it was their own, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. It's kind of hard to think about like, a CEO of a uh, of a big company going into a sesh, right? Who's not in the cannabis space, oh, yeah. right? Like right. that's going to be a little mm-hmm. bit more uncomfortable dynamic, you oh, know. If you're in the industry, you're like, oh yeah, it's a sesh, right? But if you're not, that's what that wouldn't be your entry point, you know. Yeah. So I wanted to be that entry point mm-hmm. for people who came in that were business professionals that were looking at some way to have their stake within this space and then also deal with legacy people who were mm-hmm. there. So it was like bridging the gap between those two. So it was really cool. That's, that's cool, all, yeah, like yeah, bringing that, the community. Really Awesome. together oh yeah yeah, yeah without a doubt i can definitely see like i went to a like compared to bizcon to a investor summit that i went to in new york city that was kind of that was a little smaller that was run by uh i think uh oh, shit, i'm blanking on the name of the uh, who organized the event it'll come to me later but uh there was a lot of it was a lot of wall, older wall street guys looking either to get into cannabis or where and like i was like the lunch break and i went outside to smoke before i ate and all that and like i was like the only one i was the only one outside smoking and hmm. it was it was it was it was crazy compared to like bizcon when you step outside the convention hall and there's, there's every everybody's there's, there's a cloud <laughs> there's over, a cloud there's cloud over <laughs> bizcon yeah you're like is that it whole rain? few days yeah and it's just it was just wild to see that like i had one guy i met from he was from london and he was looking at me he's like are you smoking a doobie? I go, yeah, bro. He's like, ah, oh, like, like you, you must be brave smoking it on the street. I'm like, it's New York City, bro. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, you're people like, just don't know. He was just an older guy. I'm like, they, they just, they, I guess they still, even though they're in the industry, they still think there's a stigma about it. And I was talking to more guys that they're like, yeah, my mom 
consumes cannabis for medical reasons, but she won't drive to the dispensary and like park her car in the parking lot because she doesn't want to be seen like that. Which is crazy. Which is crazy. That's wild. Which is crazy. But a big shout out to all the companies that are curating brands around that, right? Like, Mm -hmm. so where more mature people, right, have the ability to go in and, like, even the dispensaries that have created more environments that are, like, welcoming. Feel more welcoming and comfortable for people. Yeah, Mm -hmm. of course. Exactly. And so that for me, like, big shout out to you brands who are, like, really making (laughs) sure that you have a presence, right? A presence in here that's representative of everything within cannabis, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because it's not just about smoke or eating a brownie or something like that. Like, I've come across multiple uh, companies. Shout out to uh, 1906. They make a pill that they've derived away from just feeling high. And they go more towards a feeling, like feeling chill or relaxed. Or they have one that I really like. It's called their Genius Pill that that uh, gives you the same effects as, like, Adderall if you have, like, ADHD or something like that. I mean, like but that. does it really... No, like yeah, like it, yeah. really. It, I I don't think it's like to the effect of like a like a prescription. Maybe like not that. the same level, not but the same level. But when I tried, like with my, it helped my ADHD. Like I I tried, like I didn't smoke for a little bit. I tried the pills, and then it it helped me like focus more and stuff like that. Like I took it before I went to like a business meeting and all that stuff. So. I mean, it'll yeah, probably yeah. affect everyone differently. But though. I'm sure it affects yeah. everybody differently. Yeah, yeah, for sure. No, I, I was just wondering because it's listen, a cool what, concept though. Yeah, listen, <laughs> yeah. when people can come up with that stuff, mm-hmm. I'm always excited, right? Yeah. Like when you see all the new stuff that's coming down the hopper right now. Oh. Like, yeah, all the in, time. in cannabis and sustainability, everything around the world, you're right. like, oh my gosh, like this is amazing, right? Like mm-hmm. I guarantee you, the people in the '70s, like, were not thinking that they were gonna have a strip, right, with cannabis, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, and like dissolved and they're mm-hmm. in the airport, right? So it, it is cool to see people coming out making really new like combinations. Yeah, it really is. So it I know really you're is. focused on uh, changing the world for the better and sustainability and all of that. So if you could talk about a little bit what you're doing, I know you mentioned to us about packaging. So if yeah. you want to talk oh, a little yeah, bit about your aspect. experience with that, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So. You know, I, I spent the last couple years, I want to say it's almost three years now. Like, it's crazy mm-hmm. how this whole pandemic has, like, flown by, oh, right? Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Holy shit. I remember it was, it feels like yesterday, I was just able to walk out of the furniture store with just a bed because we, <laughs> we literally moved into our apartment. And we had then nothing. COVID hit the next yeah, day. Oh, my God. And we just God. had enough time to buy a mattress. And we had a blow-up mattress in our living room that was our couch for, like, Three months. months. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was a time. It, it was a time. It, it, it was a time, right? Mm-hmm. And so, like, I, I go back to the numbers. I'm like, man, before we used to say, oh, it was a year ago. And now you're like, two yeah. years ago. I'm like, oh, dang, yeah. we've been doing this thing for almost three yeah. years. Crazy. Um, so during that time, you know, I, I traveled around America with my kids. And, like, mm-hmm. I did my well, final awesome. count. Yeah, which was really cool. Um, and we now we've done close to 40 states and 50 major cities. So when, wow. Wow. when, when I did that, though, like, I got to see a lot. Right. Mm-hmm. Like when you're on oh, the yeah, I bet. Yeah. It's like one thing when you fly, you know, it's another thing when you're on the ground. And so I got to mm-hmm. meet with a lot of like minded people. And before I went on that trip, like my original thought was I had a girlfriend who had a patent mm-hmm. behind biodegradable diapers. Oh, oh wow. wow. That's right? really cool. And um, I'm going to give you a shout out, Steph. I love you, boo boo. Um, <laughs> but uh, she was very she had been in that community for like five years already and so that was my original thought so when we were traveling Mm -hmm. I was like what are the things that that I can do that I can implement the hemp plant right which was really big because I knew that Mm -hmm. I wanted to segue into that industry because I saw all of the value behind it right and so as I started traveling I started unraveling right Mm -hmm. like what was coming you know I looked into hemp plastics Mm -hmm. and you know, I didn't see the same sustainability, and and I and I saw a lot of greenwashing in that in that yeah. side of the industry. You mm-hmm. know, and and but at the same time, I wanna I wanna give a shout out to people who are innovating. You right. know, so even the people who are doing that, like, 
I, I know as an entrepreneur, like it, mm-hmm. it takes a minute, right? Mm-hmm. Like you can't get it out of the gate. You got to work with different polymers and combinations. But yeah. at, at that stage, when I was looking like the, the hemp plastic wasn't even an option, right? It, yeah. mm-hmm. it, it, it wasn't sustainable. Mm-hmm. Um, and so as I unfolded that, I ended up getting introduced to a gentleman who um, is a leading expert in um, fibers. Oh, right? wow. That's really cool. Yeah, fiber. So I was like, okay, well, if I'm if I'm not going to focus on the plastic side because it's not representing what I think is, like, to be the most sustainable initiative, mm-hmm. then I'm going to focus on this fiber side. So I really, like, almost went to school, I feel like, you know? Oh, yeah. I just, like, dive yeah. in, you know? I'm really the person that if I don't know, the, like, if I don't know the answer I want to know about something, I become engulfed in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? I'm, like, reading books. I'm, like, audibling everywhere I go. I'm talking mm-hmm. to yeah. people, you know? I have no problem But that's the best up. way to learn is to learn that way. What, Without a doubt, yeah. you know, without a doubt. And, the, and and for those future entrepreneurs, that's the best thing I tell you. Like, mm-hmm. get in, get just totally bubbled in what you want to do, yeah, right? Like, you just got to know it and believe it and follow that direction until you have mm-hmm. to shift to a new direction. Right. And so that's kind of what, you know, my my sustainable journey was, right? Yeah. It was like finding out that the hemp plastic wasn't for me at this time, transitioning into fibers. Mm-hmm. And then as I started transitioning, I was like, what is what is going to have the most value, right? Like, what can I come out into the marketplace with that's going to mm-hmm. have a lot of value? So, you know, I collaborated with, with the team and everyone that mm-hmm. I've been working with. And, you know, we found out that food packaging, right, was like something that was definitely needed. Okay. Um, and mm-hmm. we needed food packaging you know, not only for something that could be compostable, but something that didn't have PFAS in it. Right. Yeah. Right. And for those listeners who don't exactly know what that is, what is that? Yeah. So PFAS essentially, just to break it down easily, is it's chemicals. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. So because mm-hmm. there's a whole scientific term behind it. But yes. if we're just breaking it down, it's chemicals. chemicals. Right. Mm-hmm. And what they're yeah. not telling you is that all of your food packaging you have these forever chemicals. So even if you have the best, most holistic, non-GMO, yeah. grass-fed burger. You're still getting the chemicals the, from the, minute the packaging. It, yeah, the minute yeah. it mm-hmm. hits there, that packaging expands, and then the chemicals go into your food. Mm-hmm. So what happens, right? Like, you just voided everything that you were trying to do from the beginning, <laughs> right. which yeah. was eat food that was good for your body. Yeah, yeah. you right? went in there with a good idea, and it just didn't turn yeah. out the way you hoped. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. So there has to be an accountability around it, right? Just right. around the entire system itself. Yeah. So. I was like, okay, well, I can run in my lane. And so I put together an amazing team of people. Um, and I'm very grateful. Like, thank you to everybody, like, who has been on this journey because it really has been a journey. And so mm-hmm. we came up with a packaging that is PFAS-free, mm-hmm. um, wow. fully compostable, made from agricultural waste. That's awesome. That's awesome. Right? Mm-hmm. And it's a low-carbon digital manufacturing facility, right? Oh, so yeah, that's that's even better. Yeah. And, and, and the best part about it is that we are doing it um, on indigenous land. Um, oh, cool. We are working oh. in northeastern Arizona um, wow. with the White Mountain Apaches. So I want to give a big shout out to the tribe because, you know, they're mm-hmm. they're an amazing community, you know. And wow. um, as as somebody who is also Native American, I'm Prairie oh, wow. Band Potawatomi. So you oh, have a connection cool. to the, to the connection tribe, to which is that. cool. Yeah, 100%. You know, and, and I think that, like, you know, I always tell people there's it doesn't matter how much Native American you are. Right. Mm-hmm. Like whether you're full blown or a little bit at some point in your lineage, you had ancestors that had suffered, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. For now, all of these benefits that are available. Right, exactly. Right? Yeah, exactly. So it's like we all need to come together just as humanity to like start promoting like this within the indigenous communities and, and not just indigenous within our own communities, mm-hmm. right? Of course. We've got to micro mm-hmm. it down. Like this macro economy is like um has hasn't done us a whole lot of justice, right? Yeah. If we're if we're talking mm-hmm. if we're talking yeah. about taking care of people or planet, right? It it hasn't done that for us. And so definitely. It's it's about these micro businesses. So I'm looking forward to the opportunity to, you know, we're creating 92 jobs 
there, wow. which That's is great. which That's is great. very significant, right? And um, is very exciting. We're going to be working on some housing with them. There's just a, there's mm-hmm. a, a plethora of things that we can do to empower yeah. the community. You know, <laughs> they have an amazing leader of the tribe right now, um, who I am very grateful to have been working with and. Yeah. Um, you know, he's really forward looking, right? Mm-hmm. And 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 that's what that's what I was looking for was a tribe that was really able to see the things in the future and get away from the casino model. Right. You know? And like yeah, be right. open to the <laughs> world and how it's changing. And yeah. How it's being so. able to adapt. Yeah, without a doubt, you know, because a lot of people, especially during this pandemic, they like went into a cave, right? Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> and, and and I remember talking recluse, right? Yeah. And so I remember talking to a tribal leader and um him telling me that, you know, we're very severely hurt from the pandemic. Mm. And my heart broke because I saw everybody go out else go out and make a tremendous amount of money. Right. There yeah. there was yeah, there was totally. a lot of big yeah, people a making of, a lot of money. A lot of people made a lot of money in the pandemic. A hundred percent. And there was no reason why we as a sovereign nation mm-hmm. couldn't have gone out and made those moves too. Yeah, right. Of course. Right? I agree. Mm-hmm. We didn't have to stay in our houses, no. you know? But there there has been a culture, and not all tribes, so I don't want to generalize, right? Because mm-hmm. yes. this is not a generalization. There are some tribes that are doing amazing things and are kicking mm-hmm. butt and taking names. So mm-hmm. big shout out to you for doing that. But, you know, just as, as a whole in the tribal community, for us to all come together and be like, man, we do have this power be behind yeah. being sovereign, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. how do we build businesses for the future, right? Because the world is changing. Oh, yeah, it oh, is. Okay. It definitely <laughs> Every is. day. Every day. Pe- but people aren't even prepared. You know, I just got back from Dubai. I mm-hmm. let you know I was mm-hmm. one of the biggest tech conferences in the world. Oh, That's wow. incredible. That? that must have been an experience. Dubai is everything you think it is and more. <laughs> <laughs> like, so we got to add it to the list. We got to go to Dubai. It, it is. You know what it is? Because you go there and everything is futuristic. Mm-hmm. But it also has so much meaning, you know, to like their motherland, right? Yeah. And like what they believe and... Um, and in all of the cultures that come from all around the yeah. world. So going there, I mean, you saw crazy robots there. That's why. You know, like yeah. pe- people have seen Even this stuff. Even though they have all this technology, they're still able to hold that route to their culture. And, and be united. Like oh, 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 without mm-hmm. a doubt. But what was great about the conference is it was people from all over the world. Mm. Oh, right? So cool. it's like you're seeing everybody highlighted. Mm-hmm. And Dubai is like such a great area because it's like non-abrasive for most people, right? right. It's yeah. like they go there and ev- everything is like fun and exciting and big. And like they also have really diversified and invested all over the map, right? Mm-hmm. Of course. So um, I got to go there. And, and the reason why I was saying this is that people are not prepared for what's coming around the corner. Right. Nope. Yeah, no, I they're, agree. They're not. If you could see what robots have the capability of doing right now and AI, it's unbelievable. Oh, yeah. We've watched, yeah. like, documentaries about it. And, I mean, yeah. you you saw it firsthand, yeah. like, in Dubai. So I can't imagine that. But, like, it's wild how everything's changing and technology's constantly evolving and you have to keep up to speed. Or otherwise, you're just going to fall off. It's, and it's, it's crazy. Behind. You get left behind. Yeah, so, so that's the deal. A lot of people are, mm-hmm. right? So this is the time right now. And to everybody who's out there, like... You've got to be thinking about what's going to happen in the next few years, right. you know, for your kids, thinking ahead, yeah. for their education, because the kids that are coming out of the system right now are not even close to prepared. I'm not talking about the 1% of the kids who have like yeah. this, you know, they have the ability to have access to really great education, right? right. Mm-hmm. They are thinking like this, right? Mm-hmm. Because they know what's coming up. Yep. But I mean, the rest of the children, right? right. Like. Yeah. We we have we've got to be really good stewards of our land and mm-hmm. really good stewards of humanity. And I heard a really great um, quote that I absolutely love, and it was like, "It's not about the planet we leave for our children; it's about the children we leave for our planet." 
Wow. I like that. I like that. I love that. It's very That's what it's about. It's about the people. It, it is because mm-hmm. if we don't, if we don't empower them yeah. to be the next leaders, the planet's not going to change us. We we have to change the planet. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. We have to. We have to regenerate yeah. with the planet. Right. Mm-hmm. Work with the planet. Mm-hmm. We we do because guess what? She's not going nowhere. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nope. She's been rocking this thing for billions yeah. <laughs> of years, and to think mm-hmm. that we could be the ones to jack her up is like really crazy mm-hmm. right insanity so so it, part of our indigenous heritage is like it's like what you take what you give mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. like you have got to be in that constant of, of regeneration of whatever it is you take you give back mm-hmm. right in some capacity or another and so that is what i'm most excited about right now is to see that right like we all have to come together and be yes. creative mm-hmm. and and you think about what can we do for the future so mm-hmm. this facility for me was like the start right because mm-hmm. you got to do one you got to yeah. do one, right? So it's like once you do one, then everything else follows behind it. And right. so any entrepreneur who is out there, and I just want to say this because it is a real journey, okay? It's, oh, a, it, it's a journey people are going to tell you no. What my idea was in the beginning is mm-hmm. definitely not what my idea is yeah, now. Yeah, you have to shift. Oh, I no. uh, so many mm-hmm. shifts, you mm-hmm. know? And, and then when the, the expectation from other people that they'll put on you because something shifted is mm-hmm. not your expectation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's not yours. Yeah. You don't have to. If you screw up, hey, guess what? That's part. You're going to screw up. Yeah, you're human. Yeah, you're you're going to make mistakes, up. but yeah. that's the only way you're going to grow. It's yeah, the definitely. only way. It's yeah. the only way, you know? So I'm I'm excited for at least that aspect of it. So we're calling all entrepreneurs, okay, for <laughs> humanity. Listen out there. <laughs> like, let's go. Reach out to me. I'm, I'm like all about collaboration and helping people, oh, yeah. right? And mm-hmm. teaming people together because yeah. now more than ever, we're seeing that big change in the world. Yeah, definitely. So definitely. I'm very excited. I love so if that. someone is out there listening, where could they reach you out to do that? Um, so on social media, you can get me at I'm, that's an I and an M, with Heather Jane. I'm with Heather Jane. Um, and then that's across all social platforms, mm-hmm. except for on Twitter, I'm Heather for Hemp. Okay. I know okay. you're supposed to match it up, and I'm sure <laughs> yeah. there's like a whole social media thing behind it, but. They'll yeah. find you. Yeah. You'll, They'll find you. you. You'll find me on there, and then we'll definitely collaborate from there. You know, if not, mm-hmm. I love putting people together, and, and I and I love seeing people explore the idea of what they can do. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, that's definitely. Because awesome. being an entrepreneur nowadays, it's, 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 it's hard. And especially with this younger generation and community coming out. They were they're taught to go to school and they they know everything and you're gonna come out and you're gonna get this salary and that and shouldn't take a job for less than this or whatever, and it's just a false ideation of what the real world really is. And then they try and do work, uh, do something on their own, and they don't realize how much work actually really goes into doing that. And mm-hmm. then they get knocked yeah. down. And with this generation, you get they get knocked down. They tend to stay down for a while. Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah, without a doubt. But that's. That's that's the battle, right? Yeah. So, but it's like you you can't you can't give up, you know. I mean, everyone mm-hmm. told us like back in the early days that made sense, right? You're like, okay, you're gonna go to school and yeah. you're gonna get out and get <laughs> yeah. married and have babies. I'm it's like, new that's world. the worst advice yeah. ever for anybody listening. Okay, mm-hmm. like it, it, there there's such an exploration. And one thing, one person that I really love that um, mm-hmm. I think really talks to the younger generation is Gary Vee. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Gary Vee is like, I just, I, I constantly have my kids listen to him, you know, and my 19 year old daughter, I'll be uh-huh. like sending her pictures, like clips <laughs> on Instagram, you know, yeah. because he talks very real about that too. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, you don't have to have one idea. You can fumble and get back up, you yeah. know, there's not one end all. So if you don't feel like you want to be in the system, mm-hmm. you don't have to be. No, you don't have right. to. There's so many things out there you can do. People change careers like five, six plus times. They shift, they adapt, they, you know, they're all over the place. Yeah, 100%. You do what you want to do. 100%. What you believe in. I mean, 
from just talking to you, you can see the passion, the fire. You got the fire yeah. for cannabis. Okay, <laughs> That's yeah. why you're doing yeah. it. I, 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 I do, but it, I would never have been able to survive if I didn't, you know? Yeah. And mm-hmm. sometimes mm-hmm. it was hard. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes, so hard. Yeah, I had to, like, dig deep sometimes, you mm-hmm. know, and be like, okay, listen, just because this didn't work out, like, I believe that you're divinely intended to go on your path. Like, sometimes that no was the only way you could have gotten to a yeah, guess. Yeah, totally. Right? right? Mm-hmm. So if somebody wouldn't have told me, like, Heather, I'm sorry, this isn't the fit for me, yeah. I never would have met the next part of it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So sometimes that no, and Garth Brooks, I love. Oh, like, I, love I love Garth. We love country music. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so do I. So, But his thing is unanswered prayers, I right? I love that. Mm-hmm. Love that song. It, it's very true, though. Yeah. Like, those unanswered prayers sometimes were the real blessing. Yeah. Right? Were the real blessing. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm a big proponent of that, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and not being afraid to screw up because, man, I've screwed up so many times, yeah. dude. I, like, <laughs> had to learn all sorts of lessons the hard way, but mm-hmm. I'm like, we're human, and it's okay to screw up, you know, and you don't have to be perfect, you oh, know? Oh, no, you do not. No, without yeah. a doubt. And that's so, the thing, like, some people are just so scared to start. And, you know, you just got to get over that initial fear and yeah. just try it. And what's the worst that's oh, going to yeah. happen? You just start yeah. over or you figure out something else you really want to do and yeah. then you figure out your true path, right? Yeah, and I think it's, like, also the fear of, like, even if you get started, it's the fear it's of failing. failure. Everybody. I was just going to say that. You read my, I was the Not fear even of just failure. yourself, but everyone, like, yeah. who's involved. and Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. how people are going to think yeah. of you. You're like, well, man, if I screw like, oh this up. Oh, my God, I failed. Cares, dude. This is mindset of like you're still. You think about it as like you're still in school, like you're taking a test, like you got to know everything about what you're doing the moment you step into that field. And in this, in the real world, you don't. No, it's learning as you go. Everything you thought, everything you thought you did know was wrong, and you just you're learning everything all over again. Without a doubt, listen, without a doubt, you can't be afraid to make those mistakes and go through that process as an as an entrepreneur and anybody trying to make a living on their own. Mm-hmm. for themselves yeah it's, exactly and sometimes you're your only cheerleader dude it's just the yeah. reality mm-hmm. of it you know you're your only chi- i've been really blessed with some amazing people in my life you know that i'm so grateful for that mm-hmm. like i would have just like i don't know how it bounce back you know yeah. so you, you need your tribe yeah you you need your tribe you know and even when you don't have your tribe you have yourself and just know that that right. tribe will come along mm-hmm. um but yeah. you you got to ask for that in your life right i'm i'm very big on the spirituality things of like asking mm-hmm. for hey like um send me someone who is going to fit this like make it abundantly clear that's what i yeah. that's what right. i ask the universe right i'm like mm-hmm. make it abundantly clear mm-hmm. what my next course is supposed to be mm-hmm. right and so um i'm a, i'm a i'm a big believer in that and i think that it's really important to do that that's let awesome. me just ask you what has your experience been like just being a woman in cannabis if you could talk about that a little bit oh yeah <sighs> yeah i mean oh my gosh um you know, I've uh, I've met some really amazing women in cannabis. Mm-hmm. I really mm-hmm. have, you know, and I and I feel like a lot of the women leaders that I met in cannabis are also fierce, right? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. totally. there's there's this tenacity that you have to be um, in cannabis, mm-hmm. you know, to keep it moving because a you have like a federal government who's zero for you. Oh, right? Right, totally. I mean, now we got these little pardons yeah, or whatever. Yeah. You're like, okay, thanks, bro. Yeah. Like. <laughs> How many years have we been doing this? You know, yeah. we're like trading people and we got people in jail here. Like this doesn't even yeah, make sense to me. So there there's that aspect of it um, is that I'm I, I want to give a bunch of love to the female entrepreneurs in cannabis definitely. because I know I know what the struggle is. You know, mm-hmm. the, the, the struggle is definitely there. But, you know, I've also um, I've met a lot of incredible men in cannabis. Right. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, like I've got some really incredible men in my life that are mm-hmm. in cannabis. And I think that it's like whether you're in cannabis um, or you're in tech, right? Mm-hmm. Just being an entrepreneur, period, as a female becomes difficult, right? Right. Yep. And, and and for me, you know, because I was an independent mom, you know, mm-hmm. 
it was always like the battle of like, I would go into a situation and it was like, okay, well, A, I'm a female, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, it, the, there, there was that tick against it, you know, especially in the younger parts of my career, I didn't have all the confidence yet. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. So Definitely, I, yeah. I was still like, man, I, know I don't what you know. Mean. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I don't really want to piss him off because like, what if I need, I need, I need. And now mm -hmm. I'm like, mm -hmm. screw that. If I don't need it, it's not coming my way and I don't want it. So mm -hmm. yeah. I've been able to gain that confidence, you know, over the years within business, which has been like just a, a life, a lifesaver for me. But I just think in general, like as a woman, you really have got to stand in your power. Right. And even if someone thinks that you're rude or um, you know ha has a has a automatic trying to take advantage because that happened for me as a female. I can tell you that for sure happened over mm -hmm. and over again. Mm -hmm. There's an immense amount of people that um, I did things for that um, really took advantage, right? Oh, really that took sucks. advantage. That sucks. Yeah, but but you know what I realized is like all of that's I I gave with my true intentions, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. I gave with my true intentions, and that and that was what was important. But that happens in all businesses, yeah, right? not just cannabis. And, and, mm -hmm. and guess what? That happens to men too. Yeah. If you right. don't stand in your power as a woman mm -hmm. or a man, they will come in and yeah. try this. We are in a world. All over yes, in right. World. So um, as, as women, I would just say, you know, stand in that power, even when you don't feel like you have that power. Mm -hmm. Like if you just the, the fake it to you make it, I think is really relevant. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and the reason why is like, even if you don't feel like you have that power, but you come out and you stand in it, even right. it's, it's so that, it's uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. Once you get past it and then someone says like, okay, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. Or you yeah, see a dynamic totally. change in a meeting, right? Because they mm -hmm. know that you're not going to get walked on and you're like, yo, I'm here doing the deal too. Like mm -hmm. I'm sitting at your same table yeah. for the record. Right. So that confidence, even when you feel uncomfortable, like you got to stand in that confidence, you know, and I listen to like a lot of motivational stuff. Like when I'm having days, you know, mm -hmm. I do a lot of like meditation and motivational because even me, yeah. who's a pretty pumped up person, yeah. right, has non-pumped up days. Yeah, we all yeah, have days like right. that. <laughs> right? We're not all peppy and fiery every day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We it, need to like refuel, you know. Yeah, exactly. So I would say as a, as a woman or a man standing in your confidence you mm -hmm. know um mm -hmm. and especially if you don't have anything under your belt in history right. um it's really about having that confidence so that whoever is coming across that room for you is like man even if they've never done that before i know that person's gonna figure yeah. it out i want to work with her yeah, yeah a hundred percent so to answer your question um you know confident confidence is the key for for female or men definitely um you know and and love and respect listen oh, of course of course mm -hmm. if you give love and respect like yeah. That, you're gonna that, get that back. You're, you're, and if you don't, you already know that those people shouldn't be rocking with you. Right? Yeah. yeah you know Always. who you want to roll with and who you don't want to mm -hmm. roll with. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But sometimes as an entrepreneur, when you have a check waiting on the line mm. to fund your company, of course, you're like, man, that guy's really an asshole. But like, mm. like I, 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 need I, I, I need that check for my funding. Mm. And then you realize you're like, man, do I really want to deal do with an asshole, asshole every day? Yeah. yeah. No. I don't, right? Mm -hmm. So even sometimes when you feel like mm -hmm. you lost, like you just got to stand on that love and respect and whoever you deal with, make sure that they deal with you with love and respect. Yeah, of yeah, course. Of course, yeah. of yeah. course. Is you have to be respected, get respected, and you have to, to to make it anywhere in this world. Oh, yeah, exactly. And don't be afraid to make mistakes. Oh, yeah, totally. Definitely. And don't be afraid to piss people off. Yeah. Hey, uh, you know what? That's a really freaking great point, dude. Because you know what? You can't be everything to everybody. Yeah. Not everyone's going to like you, you yeah, know? Yeah, and yeah. who cares? A hundred percent. I'm okay with that, you know? Mm -hmm. But in the beginning, it's very hard because you want, like, 
I was always somebody who wanted to like have those like relationships where it's like you never think anything's gonna go bad, but then you're like, mm-hmm. damn, like mm-hmm. not everything's gonna go good, you know. And and one valuable lesson I learned too is that sometimes you may work with someone that other people may not vibe with, no, right? Yeah, totally. But right. you vibe with them, and you're yeah. like, man, I you're don't like, know. What I you're... think he's a cool dude. He's never done anything wrong to me, yeah. but to someone else, he's like, nah, he fucked me over once, all this shit, et cetera, et cetera. A hundred percent, you know, because mm-hmm. everybody has these unique experiences, yeah. you know. So I always say to you know, find, meet people and get to know who they are. Yeah. Right. Get right. to know who they are and like, and dig in. Base your opinions on your experiences with these 100%. people, not others, people's experiences. Yeah. A hundred percent. Get mm-hmm. out there and form your own opinions on things. Yeah. You're judging in, in before you aspects. even get to know. Hey, with, yeah. without Which a doubt. Which is holding you back. Yeah. In without most a doubt. Cases. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Cause I had met some people like that that were introduced to me that like they had had a hiccup before in a business. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. But then I met them and like, I fell in love with them. Like, yeah. and they've rocked for me. They've been honorable for me. Mm-hmm. Like, we've been doing the whole deal. So, definitely spending that time to get to know people, you know, in yeah. your business journey is important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And especially when if you're an entrepreneur out there working with a partner and stuff like that, just always remember two people will never 100% agree on things 100% of the time. Mm-hmm. Without you're going to disagree. You're going to argue, but that's what's going to make for good business at the end of the day because yeah. you're picking at each other's weaknesses and stuff like that and just. Hang in there. It's You're just, making each other better by yeah. doing that, though. Yeah. Oh, I don't agree with this, but I agree with this. And, oh, well, let's take your idea and my idea, and we'll f- find something in the middle, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So what's next for uh, Heather Jane? What do you What do you have on the horizon? Oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> if you can talk about it. Yeah, yeah, I can. Like, some stuff I definitely can. So um, mm-hmm. I'm really excited. Um, I've got an amazing technology company with three other amazing female founders with me. Awesome. Um, yeah, so I'm really excited. 3W3D. Um, that's actually what I came back from Dubai from. Oh, we, we went over there and, like, really looked at technologies. We just got accepted into a big incubator program in Dubai. Wow called in five so That's big, awesome. big five. shout out to okay. in five Very right nice. um and so we had the ability to 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 go over there and spend some time on the technology we talked about but mm-hmm. i'm really excited because we're all female founders we're really focused on finding a solution around affordable housing and interim housing Love that. Um, all mm-hmm. around technology. So we have the ability to, you know, build homes in a very yeah. short amount of time, like less okay. than a day wow. and affordable. Right. So like I think like a mother like me, you know, who has her kids, especially like if you're here in Los Angeles, like you want to have somewhere that's affordable. Mm-hmm. Like it's mm-hmm. the, the the gap of wealth is so huge. You know what I mean? Oh, here yeah. in Los Angeles. Oh, totally. Right. So we need to create affordable housing solutions. So our right. company is very focused on that. And, and getting people off the streets mm-hmm. and in and, and dignified living, right? Yeah. Not affordable housing or homeless housing that looks like a jail, okay? Yeah, yeah. no. Like, <laughs> that's not the answer. Yeah. D- looks like you're living in a fucking converted prison or something. Yeah, yeah with, with, without a doubt. So we're actually going to be doing our launch. Um, we have an entire event um, that I'm coordinating right now for... Um, it's going to be held at Universal Studios, but we wow, are. Wow, that's awesome! Yeah, that's so cool. <laughs> I, I'm really cool, and we're we're putting this whole like multiverse, and and what it is is it's not an event; it's actually a filming experience. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool! Yeah, so wow. this whole thing is being captured in film. We're really going to be having a lot of education around sustainability, right? Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. like sustainability is like so generic, so it's like sometimes I I, I really discourage myself from using that word. Mm-hmm. But let's just say that like we're going to have a whole educational platform mm-hmm. talking around. Things that we can do that could benefit us as society or benefit right. the planet, right? That's awesome. And then also teach children. So a big thing that we're doing is people will actually be able to go into a multiverse mm-hmm. oh, and wow. walk through the event and be wow. able to live stream the event while people are at that's the location. Awesome. Wow, they're at really Universal wow. Studios walking mm-hmm. through. And so they'll be able to engage with a sponsor and say like, 
oh my gosh, mm-hmm. like, hey, this is what I can do and answer these questions. And then they have the ability to get swag in the multiverse, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and now they really got like cool. all sorts of cool stuff. Yeah. And then every everything gets unlocked through education. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Oh, 100%. I 100% agree. Right? Everything. <laughs> yeah, everything gets unlocked. So we're focused on the multiverse and the entire expansion around awareness for education, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. we'll have kids that will be coming through. Um, the second day, so they'll be participating as well, and children around the world who will be able to that's tune great. in. And we've got adults and celebrities. We're going to be doing a bunch oh, of awesome. announcements. Yeah, so so cool. yeah, so I'm I'm very grateful, and um, you know, we're going to be doing some big announcements coming down the hopper. So yeah, Universal Web three is um going to be going down at the end of January, folks, twenty seventh and twenty eighth. I definitely love how check that out. You have yeah, definitely check that out. I love how um inter- like involving the children because that's yeah. the future. I love that. That's yeah. the most important thing. And I feel like a, a lot of the time we kind of neglect that. And I think that's where we should be focusing on. Oh, yeah. The children, the children, oh, yeah. Don't the even children. get me started on our educational system. It's fucking <laughs> Whack. horrible. Whack. Whack. Yeah. Whack. And, mm-hmm. and especially here in America, right? I'm like, we have so many brilliant hasn't minds. since 1730. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 1700s hasn't changed. Without a doubt, right? So that's why we have got to create these platforms inside of there where kids, like mm-hmm. I know my kids love the Oculus Quest. Mm-hmm. But when I go on Oculus and I search for educational games, there's like two things. One yeah, of them is like, like educational learning, yeah. and and one of them is like a, a, a tagging game, you know. So there's <laughs> yeah. like some random games in there. Yeah, that, they have to time their half-assed, and it's like, what is this? W- yeah. Without a doubt. But my son kept telling me because I homeschool my kids. Okay. Oh, and my nice. my son kept saying, "Gosh, mom, everything's so boring." And I'm like, "I know, bro. It's <laughs> know. boring. Like, I don't know. I'm like, I'm trying my best here. So mm-hmm. my focus is to get kids like my son's age, right, and then the younger to be able to go into this universe and then learn. Like, okay, this is technology. Mm-hmm. So like, what are your ideas because mm-hmm. we can find so much inspiration and ideas behind the youth right definitely so we totally. can get them educated and inspired like they're going to be setting the creation for their mm-hmm. destination of where they're going to come into this time and place right mm-hmm. yeah i 100 percent agree with that that's so cool um how old's your son again yeah. So I have nine, mm-hmm. um, 11, and 19. Oh, oh wow. wow. Yeah. So two boys and a girl, yeah. mm-hmm. right? Okay, very nice. So I have two boys and a girl, and I love you guys so much. They're, 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 <laughs> so, they're so awesome. You know, uh-huh. they've, like, they've, they've really been my rock. I told my kids, I'm like, listen, dude, we're freestyling yeah. through life, okay? So, like, I'm not <laughs> saying that. we're going to run yeah. the regular program. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone thought it was crazy. I was taking my kids. They're like, man, you're really going to take your kids out of school and go across America? I'm like, yeah, dude. Yeah. What am I gonna do? Have yeah. them locked up in this box right here, all afraid in their house? Like that's no. like a priceless experience. No, yeah. You know how much learning they're just doing on the road across America? Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Gosh. Oh yeah. Hands on learning nowadays is just one of the things that kids are lacking the most. And we I forget know. like how much there is in this country to see. Like it's so ridiculous. Beautiful. <laughs> uh-huh. So beautiful. Mm-hmm. You know, and and so much in in different like. Just the landscape is so wild, you know. Oh, it's it's so drastically different from where from all parts of the country. We were just out in Montana in August, and it was our first time there, and it was gorgeous. Beautiful. Went to Yellowstone. Went to Yellowstone. Oh my gosh! Beautiful, <laughs> beautiful, beautiful, right? Mm-hmm. Beautiful. So, um, and, and that's it, right? It's like getting kids out to explore. You know, if I could tell a parent anything, it's like, you know, kids will leave with memories. When you leave, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I remember my memories of my grandma, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm like. If even if I'm in a situation where I'm like, okay, I'm gonna take off and do this, I don't know how this is all gonna work out, dude. Like, I'm literally going by myself with my kids across America. Yeah. Like, I'm straight freestyling, you know. Figuring I figuring it yeah. out on the way. Yeah, I'm figuring on the way. Uh-huh. But what I realized is there were so many educational moments, not be beyond just what they saw, but then seeing you react in situations. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. Like all of that. And you know, one thing that I said is that you know, 
I believe enough to know that I don't know enough to believe. Mm. Right? Mm. So mm-hmm. with, with my kids, I have that same method with them, right? right. Like mm-hmm. we have got to be explorers. And by doing that and getting out with your yeah. kids, that is where you're going to open up and find where they're going to excel at, mm-hmm. you know? And, and that is whatever comes joy, whatever whatever makes your heart sing is what you should yeah. be doing. That's mm-hmm. awesome. You I know? So, I wish people were yeah. doing what everyone was doing, what makes their heart sing, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We should be. If you do what you love, you never work a day in your life. That's so and, true, dude. And mm-hmm. more people got to start living by that and, and going and doing we much more happier as a society and stuff like that. But it is, it, it's fucking awesome to hear that you take on so much. You're homeschooling your kids. You're a female entrepreneur. You're doing all this shit. You're, you're <laughs> smoking, tech, you consume cool. cannabis. And, and it, it goes to show that you, the typical lazy stoner is not is not Hell what no. the world is anymore. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And it's, it's awesome to see somebody who's really taking the initiative in, in, in this industry. And breaking the stigma. Breaking the stigma, yeah, definitely. <laughs> hey, 100%. Hey, hey, in all hey. kinds of ways. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I yeah. really appreciate that, you know. And I'm just giving a lot of love to to, to everybody else who's out there doing it, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, of course, yeah. It, it's just huge amounts of love going out to all the other entrepreneurs going out mm-hmm. there to get it, you know. And mm-hmm. do not give up. If you believe, yeah. do not give mm-hmm. up, even when it's uncomfortable, okay? Mm-hmm. Like, you got Especially this. Especially so. when it's uncomfortable because then you know you're, doing, you're, you're going in the right direction. W- w- without a doubt. And don't listen to the naysayers, okay? Mm-hmm. Like, everybody's a freaking critic, dude. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, like, we're your awards mr critic okay mm-hmm. haters will be haters haters be will be haters. up dude <laughs> haters will be haters no matter what yeah. so you might as well be doing something to win on your own turf right like right, yeah. whatever the, nobody's gonna like you no matter what anyway they're gonna not. find something to say yeah, yeah 100%. It, it is yeah it is what it is so where do you see the cannabis industry in the near future where do you hope it goes yeah. maybe in your own projects or in general or what, uh, what's I mean, the next step or what what's the dream <laughs> I, I mean for me it's like just legal right right like yeah legal mm-hmm. and medicinal everywhere you know I think that we need to do that I think that right now you know it's like okay guys like we still have this legal we mm-hmm. saw this illegal like yeah, yeah crazy. It's it's like, come on it's, so let's get over this hump already of federal illegalization it's like it, exactly so I'm gonna ridiculous you, at this point it is so here's something funny it was so ironic mm-hmm. dude I'm in Washington DC right mm-hmm. and I'm literally going to purchase flour in Washington, D.C. Yeah, because that they have dispensaries. In- yeah, my sister, shout out to her, shout out to S- Shannon. Backwards. She just moved to um, Virginia, right yeah, near yeah, D.C. I know. I've been and there. we were just talking about that. Yeah. How you can go by in D.C., but what? Yeah, like- but it's not legal. So it, it, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make any sense. It's ironic. So for me, the future is, A, I want to see the cannabis industry take more thought um, in how they're delivering the package, right? Like mm-hmm. how their operations are, right? Oh, yes. It, it, it's it's a very competitive market, you know, especially in California, that it's like those little things like implementing solar, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's like, okay, well, find the renewables, right? Because in order to, to survive, really, in my opinion, is like, A, you have got to be thinking about the bottom line for your business, and that right. means like, okay, electricity is a huge cost. So how do we implement something else that's going to subsidize what that cost is going to be, mm-hmm. right? So We've got to think about greener ways to approach our business because we are a green business. We are of the earth. We are promoting things that are healing. Mm-hmm. So naturally, things like packaging, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's got to be thought about, yeah. right? The plastic and all the packaging is crazy. And even if you do have plastic right now, at least be a dispensary or an operation that has some yeah. kind of a recycling program, program. right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Totally. So it's like offset those things. Yeah. So I just want to see what the cannabis industry is as being Mother yeah. Earth of the ground healing also be healing in the practices that we do and we contribute to our society. Yeah. 
right? Yeah. Um, and, and across all avenues of like that and business, you know, so that would be ideal for me, you know, is to yeah. see more of that progression happen yeah. in the that'd industry. Be, that'd be cool to see in like dispensaries, like recycling programs, like bring back your pre-roll tubes or anything you get, your eighth glass jars and stuff like that, bring it back to the dispensary and get like a discount on your next purchase. Or yeah, exactly. Like or refill the jar. Yeah, that's, mm -hmm. that's a better yeah. idea, right? Reusable. Mm -hmm. This right here, like this is worse than plastic. People don't know that. Oh, glass? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, but I mean, because yeah. think about it. This takes longer than plastic. Yeah, that is right? Yeah. Gonna, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. It takes longer. Now, while it's very it has valuable. has to turn back to sand, basically. A hundred percent. So what you do is having those recycling programs refill would be mm -hmm. awesome, right? Yeah. Or people who come back with the tubes that you can't use again or the vapes, like you mm -hmm. could create artwork out of it. Yeah. Right? So imagine something, 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 something. So um, I know that there are brands out there who are doing it. So thank you so much, you know, for mm -hmm. those of you who are totally. participating in it. Like, I'm just giving you huge kudos because... You know, it's it's not easy to do that. You know, it's not easy Definitely. to do it. And, you know, mm -hmm. it's going to take more money. But I'm telling you right now, mark my words, <laughs> that if you don't do it, it's going to be a requirement anyways. So right. either way, you're going to have to yeah. shift. Mm -hmm. Either way. So you might, might as well, well start right now. Train. Might, yep. as well might, on might as well jump on. Exactly. Get on the bandwagon now, people. Yeah, exactly. Because at least now you're saying, hey, I went I went ahead of it before I was mandatory to do it. Now yeah. you're just like everybody else. You're like, yeah. oh, I had to do it. Instead of being like, we did it. You know? I was a pioneer here. Be progressive. I did it. Yeah, yeah. Be progressive. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Making change. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, so. so we're going to be wrapping up here pretty soon. You got any last shout outs to any companies or anybody? I mean, I want to give a shout out to like obviously my fam bam 3w3d i want to give a shout out to native pack um universal web 3 our event coming up i want to give a shout out and i want to give a shout out to you guys oh, you thank you oh, sorry Thanks sorry for coming on guy the show. and gal okay because <laughs> we say that all too often guys okay yeah, so to the guy true. and gal yeah. and to andrew this was like super awesome and keep up the good work you guys are rock stars yeah. thanks so thank much for so coming much. on the show yeah, we learned awesome. so much um Alec, anything else you want to oh, throw no, in just there? Thank you for coming on the show. We can't wait to have you back on here maybe yeah. for one day for a part two. And uh, shout out to all the beautiful companies that helped decorate our table for a thing. MJ Arsenal, Joan Soda, Cali Love with some amazing pre-rolls. And mm -hmm. we'll catch you next time on another episode of Back to the Leaf. Behind the Leaf. Wow. I can't See ya. Bye. <laughs>